when people are distracted by their grief or not processing their grief, there's more accidents in certain workplaces. There's more conflict because there's emotions that are not being um, dealt with or looked at. And so people are taking things out on each other. There's more reaction from people. There's more illness, which is a cost, meaning a cost to the employers because people are having to take time off. Like the cost of it, you know, is $75 billion, actually. That was a recent number and that was pre-COVID. So let's think yeah. about what's going to happen after. Welcome to the Up Level Podcast the podcast that makes our world a healthier, more alive and connected place to be. After listening, you'll have practical tools you can start using right away to up-level the world around you. We're your hosts, Christy Mann and Rachel Baldi. Let's up-level now. Hello, welcome to Up-Level Productions, Wellbeing in the Workplace. My name is Christy Mann and I will be your host and I'm going to be bringing on my colleague, my co-leader, my business partner. Then we will be rocking and there she is. You start us. Kick us off, Rachel. So we are Up Level Productions. Uh, we are committed to bringing content, training, exercises, books, media to the world in order to hopefully up level consciousness, build awareness in humanity. And one of the ways that we're doing that is through series such as this. And this one is called Wellbeing in the Workplace because what Rachel and I have noticed in working with our clients is that there is a desperate need for more well-being. And not only in organizations, but also in our own company that we're cultivating. What does well-being look like for us? And so we're in the question of that. And we feel like now more so than ever, this is a crucial topic because it's costing U.S. organizations annually $75 billion to deal with unresolved mental health and grief challenges. It's like, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And we, of course, know that in the past year, there's been a huge rise in mental health, depression, because of the result of everything that we're going through in this world. Yeah. And inevitably that then impacts both home life and work life. And so we want to talk about what we actually mean by well-being. What are we talking about when we say well-being in the workplace? I would say our definition is always evolving, right? And anyone could go to Google and find the definition of well-being. But when we think of it in the context of up-level, up-level productions is well-being is really about creating environments where we can bring our whole self, mind, body, spirit, heart into the workplace, and that organizations are making cultures and business decisions that embody well-being and, you know, into their practices, into day-to-day, and that we move away from the old model of human doingness to actually becoming human beings. Yeah. What else would you add to that, Rage? Yeah, I think that a lot of the times the old model as well is about parking certain aspects of yourself and your identity at the door when you walk into work. And that just doesn't work anymore. People, especially now with people working from home so much, it's impossible to park the rest of your life uh, when you walk into work. And also, do we want to continue to do that? 
we're working with people more and more. We spend most of our times with our colleagues. And so how do you support each other and get to know each other and what brings out the best in each other's well-being and mental health every day and continue to um, evolve around that? And so companies that are willing to invest and willing to say this is actually really important to us are the ones that are then thriving because the ones that are going to continue to ignore that are going to continue to see retention, high retention, hard retention, and just a lot of issues with their employees and people. Yeah. So, you know, we've got data, stats, and information around this. And this whole series, we'll be bringing experts, some of our clients that are doing really cool, innovative things around well-being in the workplace will be coming to share as well. But today is the kickoff. And we're kicking it off with, hey, our definition of well-being, which, you know, Rachel and I just spoke of, and also just some context around what do we mean by workplace? So there's yeah. so many different kinds of workplaces, and we want to honor all of the different types of workplaces. The ones that we have been spending a lot of time in and feel like we have an area of expertise is organizational workplaces. Most of those workplaces have become remote workplaces. We're seeing in some of our clients where there's a transition happening where people are moving back to in the office, but it's hybrid. It's looking different. People have moved throughout the pandemic and or their life circumstances have shifted. So what was working or maybe it wasn't working, but what was expected months ago <laughs> has shifted. And so to level set, when we're talking about well-being in the workplace. Our focus will be the organizational workplace. And again, though, we can apply everything that we're going to bring to you over the next five weeks to any workplace. We know that to be true. Yeah. So we hope that we're able to give you some skills and tools and have our wonderful experts talk about ways that regardless of how you work and where you work, you're able to hopefully up-level your well-being at your workplace or even take ownership where you can around that. So one of the things that Rachel and I do, well, we chuckle at ourselves because we are working on well-being in the workplace. By no means have we mastered this. We are far from experts as far as our own, like really honoring well-being in the workplace. But we are committed to creating products and experiences and content and conversations such as this to help the conversation move forward, to create the change within ourselves and then within workplaces. Yeah. One of the things we use that is super helpful is a meditation that if you're a follower of Upload Productions or the emotional uh, leadership work, you definitely see us do it. It's called Ego Eradicator. We thought we would do it now. So for those of you that are joining us to just take a moment out of your day to really ground, center yourself. This is a great meditation and we're just going to do it for like 30 seconds. So you're going to curl your fingers in, take the thumbs out and you're going to extend your arms and your elbows out almost like antennas and your eyes will be closed and you're going to do what's called the breath of fire, breathing through your nose, closed mouth. You pump the navel. Now, if you're with child, if you're pregnant, you're just going to do long, deep breaths. All right. So it's going to look like this. And again, your eyes will be closed and you'll focus between your brow. That's where your eye focus should be. All right. 
We're going to put you on the clock for 30 seconds. Here's one of our first well-being in the workplace tips. The ego eradicator. This consolidates the energy. It expands the lung and it helps the brain hemispheres. And it can be done very quickly. So you can do this in between a Zoom meeting at any point. Yes. Right, Rach? We do this all the time. Okay. Here we go, everybody. Let's rock it out. 30 seconds on the clock. That's 15. Pump the navel. Take a deep breath in and bring the thumbs together. Extend the fingertips. Hold the breath. Hold, hold. Release and slowly move your fingers down the energetic field. Oh, my goodness. Rachel, what are you experiencing now? (laughs) My body. I've just connected to my body for the first time today, I believe. (laughs) As we mentioned, we are still working on this. Our workplace is our workshop. That's what we say all the time. And so I've had a very hectic day already, and I've just connected and realized I have a a body at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) This is so important. We really believe that part of well-being in the workplace is being embodied. And uh, from our own experience, like Rachel is saying, we spend so much time in our brains in the doing mode that we forget that we have this incredible machine. And we have um, in the yoga sciences, 10 bodies actually, which we'll talk about further on in the series. But that is a quick little exercise that helps you ground, become more embodied. If you're rushing between call to call, Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting, you know, what can you do to just consolidate and ground? That was a little quickie. Yeah. So where do we want to go next? So next, let's talk a little bit about, well, I mean, we've been talking about why we think this is important, but I know Rachel really has an air of expertise around grief and end of life work. And she's been doing some interesting work with her clients around this topic because there has been a level of grief yeah. on the planet and therefore in the workplace that's been really quite unprecedented. And what I'm experiencing and seeing with the organizations I work with and the people that I work with is that because of the reactive way that everyone has had to operate, people have bypassed their grief. They've had to park their grief to the side, and it's now only now that there's a little bit of breathing space. And when I say breathing space, there isn't actually in a way. But people who are aware and maybe have either lost someone through death, a real life loss, or whether it's through a loss of job, a loss of freedom, a loss of relationships, all different types of losses, they just haven't had time to process and be with their grief. And so the effect of that, especially on organizations, is um, mental illness, depression, alcohol and substance abuse, addiction just a lot of other behaviors because they haven't been able to do this. And then the impact on the workplace is that people are less engaged. There's people having to take time off and many other issues that are happening. 
So the organizations that I'm seeing that are really leading the way around this are ones that are willing to invest in support around this, whether it be investing in coaches to help with grief, whether it be investing in supporting their HR people and their managers in order to have skills to be able to be with people around these issues and to be able to help their people are the ones that are leading the way in this. And What's your sense of the impact of organizations not having more transparency and programs, resources around grief? What's like just what's your expert opinion of what will happen to the workplace and well-being of those that work? At the workplace. Yeah. I mean, it, depending, they're different depending on the industry, right? But when people are distracted by their grief or not processing their grief, there's more accidents in certain workplaces. There's more conflict because there's emotions that are not being um, dealt with or looked at. And so people are taking things out on each other. There's more reaction from people. There's more illness, which is a cost, meaning a cost to the employers because people are having to take time off. Like the cost of it, you know, is $75 billion, actually. That was a recent number and that was pre-COVID. So let's think yeah. about what's going to happen after. And so, yeah, just tensions and other issues arising. It's just this ripple effect that's going to happen by not focusing and thinking about this as a big issue. One of our clients and speakers who will come on, Jessica Snyder, she is the uh, director of org dev at Self-Esteem Brands. She'll be talking about the actual mental health program that they've adopted into their organization and addresses a lot of these points that Rachel's speaking to around grief. And we have another organization we work with, an amazing organization who has implemented on-demand coaching, on-demand coaching for people, meaning that anyone who needs to have a coaching session around any topic can jump in and get a coach. And then parenting, they've actually created parenting groups and parenting coaching groups for people who have kids at home and they're trying to still deal with kids at home while working and, and all that brings as a parent. Well, and that's a great segue to the remote working piece, right? One of the, the reasons why Rachel and I wanted to focus on well-being in the workplace is because we've seen our real demise, if you will, of people's well-being due to the technology. So yes, there's a lot of things to celebrate. You know, people were able to keep working, you know, keep putting food on the table. Thank you. That's such a privilege. Yes, technology. And, you know, a lot of cool innovations have definitely come out of this time. And the, and then the, the other side has been that there was an impact like digital fatigue. It's a, a, a term that's real and has been happening. Yeah. And what, Tell us more, Christy, because I know that you have done a lot of training in some inside some organizations around digital fatigue and how to support it not happening. So tell us some more about some of the things that you've been teaching and, and any tools that we can share with our amazing yeah. people. So it's, I guess we're there already. People are just, it's like, it's not about, it's, it's already happened. So it's about how do we give people inside organizations some tools and tips so throughout their workday, they can minimize that digital fatigue. And so because the impact, similar to unresolved grief, 
yeah. and unresolved mental health challenges are that there's a, a difficulty focusing. There is both physical and psychological impacts of this digital fatigue, lack of energy, burnout, yeah. lack of mental clarity and, and able to really focus. Let's just talk about the eyes for a second uh-huh. because I didn't wear glasses 20 months ago. And I know I have a lot of colleagues and friends who are remote workers who now are wearing glasses because there is an impact to staring at the screen all day on our eyes. So if I'm, you know, just checking your eyes right now, is there a grittiness? Is there a soreness? Do they feel strained? So there's this tool that we train throughout up-level productions with our clients that bring us in to talk about digital wellness. And that's called the rule of 20. And the rule of 20 is that every 20 minutes, you look away from the screen. You look away from your devices. You keep them 20 centimeters away from your eyes. Wow. I know. I know. (laughs) I should be way back here then. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Just try this right now, everybody. Blink your eyes 20 times. And just check in what's different now from... 20 blinks ago. What do you notice, Rach? Anything different? Yeah, I'm just noticing I don't blink that much. I realize that because I'm on the screen all the time, I'm constantly holding my eyes open and I don't blink a lot. I mean, maybe subconsciously, but. So the blinking is really good because what it does is it, it lubricates the eye, which is needed. And so eye drops. So if you're not using eye drops during this time of extended screen time, get some eye drops. And then there's this eye exercise that, we, again, we use in um, kund- the Kundalini Yoga. And just try this with me. So you're going to move your eyes up to the top left and now down to the bottom right. You're going to now look to the top right and now look to the bottom left and just keep doing that. Top left, bottom right, top right, bottom left, top left, bottom right, top right, bottom left. What do you notice, Rach, with your eyes when you do that? (laughs) Just again, that I don't really move my eyes other than straight ahead focused on the screen in front of me. It's just expansion, just right? That's what I'm. Eat. Yeah. What did you? Notice? Sorry, say that again. What did you notice? That's what I was asking. It, it felt like a stretch, you know, just like we're accustomed to uh, stretching our legs out, right? Mm-hmm. Or our arms, right? Oh, my triceps or my shoulders. But when is the last time you stretched your eyes? And that's what that exercise is. So. The rule of 20, well, one is let's just bring some more consciousness to our eyes and every 20 minutes, look away from the screen. Let's keep our devices 20 centimeters away from us if we can. And then try the eye exercise a couple times a day, up to the left, down to the right, up to the right, down to the left, and just see what it does for the fatigue that digitized remote work can cause. Yeah. I'm also just thinking, you know, taking time out and at any point just having a moment to close your eyes must be so beneficial for us, right? Like, can we bring more of the Latin culture in to organizations? <laughs> like, siesta, please, you know, that, a 20-minute nap, can that be the rule of 20? I'm being like, 
Rachel, when you and I think about cultivating well-being in the workplace, I know NAPS is an important it's an important well-being tool that really helps me sustain my energy and my focus throughout the day. Yeah, it's definitely something I've wanted to be able to develop. I hear that the power of power napping, you know, having short periods where you go and have a nap is so brilliant for the brain. It's something I've never been able to do. But again, it's something that I think is a training, right? We need to train ourselves to be able to and teach ourselves to be able to do that. And we keep talking about how we want to kind of redefine how we work together at our level productions. And when is the best time for us to work? When is the best time for us to be down? We've been trying to get to a point where we actually only do a four-day work week. There's weeks that we have not achieved that. And we had a lovely offsite a week ago where we discussed some of the places that we've done really well and then other places that we haven't got to yet and what we're going to do about that. And one of them is getting to a four-day work week, which is a dream of ours. Well-being in the workplace folks. That's it. You heard it here. <laughs> That's what we're working on. And True Inspired Living, our um, up-level expert corporate wellness coach, that's Jocelyn Peppy. She'll be joining us. She's saying the eyes and the brain are so linked. And I know um, Jocelyn will be bringing more knowledge about that. They really are so, so linked. And for folks that are staring at the screen all day, we just got to be cognizant of that and do our best to bring more awareness. And like Rachel said, maybe take a little nap. Mm. So Rachel, you talked about some of the things we're doing for well-being is striving towards shorter work weeks. You're, um, you mentioned we do every two months, we do a full day together where we really check in on the well-being of our business and the well-being of ourselves. And we kick those off by not just diving right into the brass tacks. We kick it off by, like this time, we talked for two hours about our, our lineage. You know, yeah. we got to know each other. We've been working together for like six years, but we got to know about each other's grandparents and stories of how we became. <laughs> and so <laughs> we one of the, yeah. here we are. And so one of the tips we wanted to offer for people is, to be creating space for that personal connection. Because what we've heard from so many of our clients is that they're starving for it because they're not able to grab lunch with somebody, you know, yeah. at the workplace and or bump into them when they're, you know, going to the washroom or getting a drink. And so those little connection moments are, are being missed. And so we want to encourage you to actually carve out time for that personal relationship piece because that is definitely a component of well-being. Yeah. And not even just, you know, you know, at the beginning of meetings, it's typical you say, Hey, how you doing? Or what did you do this weekend? But actually to go a little bit more deep, um, ask a, a question around uh, someone's family or something in the background around, uh, you know, oh, tell me about that painting or that picture and what does it mean to you? Because when we were talking, I discovered so much about Christy. I didn't know. And as she was talking and telling me these stories, I was able to understand why she is the person she is today from those stories. It, it blew me away. And actually, just to add, we kicked off that session before we went into stories. We did a, a bit of body movement. So we actually got into some music and got into our bodies so that we weren't straight into our heads and our minds and straight to business. So those are a few things that we're working on over here at Up Level Productions. And 
but now we're bringing, like we mentioned, some experts as well as some, some clients to share in the conversation with you. And so meet us every Wednesday. Yep. We'll be here next Wednesday again, and we're going to be joined by um, up-level expert and corporate wellness coach from True Inspired Living, Jocelyn Peppy. She's going to be with us twice over the series. We're going to yep. be joined by Dr. Tiffany Grimes of the Mental Health Network. Yep. And then we're going to have the Director of Organization Development, Jessica Snyder from Self-Esteem Brands. And she's the one that's going to talk about the Wellbring Being program that they brought into their organization. And then Jill uh, Veglon, Head of People um, for BAM and Agency and Corporate, um, and then Corporate Wellness Coach Jocelyn Pepe is going to come back on, as Christy mentioned. So- We've got a nice lineup and we're going to fill your well with well-being tips and tricks, whether you are an employee or you are uh, head of well-being or culture or people or learning and development, leadership development in your organization. We look forward to serving you through this series. And yeah. as Rachel would say, <laughs> join us to learn, love, and not level. <laughs> We will see you every Wednesday. Thank you. Be well. Thanks for joining us this week. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more episodes and leave a review. Also, we'd love to hear what key takeaways you had from this episode. Be sure to reach out to us on social media. You can find us by searching for Up Level Productions or looking for our handles in the podcast description. We truly appreciate you. Thank you for coming to learn, love, and up-level with us. Until next time.